the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christmas Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. Saints of God, our Father God's desire is to have an intimate relationship with those of us who are the children of God. But unfortunately, although that's what our Father's desire is for you and me, many of us don't take Him up on that opportunity to increase our intimacy between Him and us. Although that opportunity is there, most Christians don't have and enjoy the intimate relationship with God that He wants them to have. Brothers and sisters, there are pathways that we can take and should take to increase our intimacy with God. If we don't know what they are, then we should learn what they are and take them. We need to know what those pathways are and take them so that we can have and enjoy the increased intimacy with God that He desires to have with you and me. So, without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Stanza number 112 says, I have inclined my heart to perform thy statutes always, even unto the end. I like that. The word inclined right there means to stretch or to spread out. To stretch or to spread out. See, the the only thing that we, God's intimate children, incline our hearts to is God's precepts. That's the only thing we incline our hearts to. We stretch our hearts open wide to get God's word inside. We spread out our hearts to make room for God's word and, and, and close our hearts and shut it down from any wicked thoughts so that it can't get in. That when a wicked thought try to get in, we, cl- we shut it down to that. So, oh, no, you can't get in here. You wicked. But if God's word get in there, we open it wide for that. Come on now. Sometimes, come on, come on now. Because sometimes somebody might say to you something that God said do. But that seems a little difficult for you. That's a little big for you to handle. It's only big because you ain't spread your heart out big enough to be able to let it in. You got to open up your heart to let God's word in. Because once God's word get in there, it is the power of God unto salvation. It will give you the ability to have manifestation. Don't think about how hard it is for you. Think about how easy it's going to be through him. Don't think about how hard it is for you. Think about how easy it's going to be through him. That once he gets his word on the inside of you, you'll have the ability to do what it is that he's sharing with you to do. And that includes living a sinless life like he intends you to do. See, we spread our heart out to make room for God's word and close our hearts shut from any wicked thoughts so that it can't get in. And we don't just stretch our hearts out wide to get God's word inside, but we also purpose to do it. 
Thank you for those two amens and that one vote three and those two yeses. Praise God. We purpose to do it. That's why stanza 112 says, I have inclined my heart to perform the statutes always, even unto the end. To perform it. That word perform means to do. See, it's not enough that you hear it. You got to do it. Be ye doers of the word and not hearers only. Deceiving your own selves. Because a lot of us hear the word, but we don't do the word. We get excited about the word and jump up and shout amen. But are you going to be the woman and man that does, does what God said do? That's what separates the men from the boys. That's what separates the folk that's the bona fide from the fake. That's the ones that separate the ones that's going to achieve and the ones that's never going to make what God has in store for them to do. That's what separates other folk from me and you. Because we the people that's going to do what God said do. I said we the people that's going to do what God said do. I said we the people that's going to do what God said do. And we're going to excite, be excited about it. We're going to rejoice about it. I'm doing the will of God. What you doing today? Same thing I do every day. The will of God. Praise God. Why? Because I've inclined my heart to perform this, thy statutes always, even unto the end. I hate vain thoughts. But thy law do I love. See, this is what happens when you get God's word up on the inside of you like it ought to be. Get it lodged up on the inside of you. Praise God like it's supposed to. When you get that up on the inside of you, you'll be able to make that same statement too. It says, I hate vain thoughts, but, I lo- but, I, but, I, but thy law do I love. That word hate right there means to hate personally. That word hate right there means to hate personally. This is not an impersonal love. This is a personal love. That's what we have for God. And what we have for the things that are not of God is a personal hate. We hate it personally. See, when we cleanse our hearts from wickedness and open our hearts wide to get God's precepts inside, then the results will be for us to hate sin. And since our father hates sin, then we'll hate it too. Why? Because he shared his precept with me and you. And then that went in our heart and took a resting place on the inside of me and you. That's why, that's why, that's why that, that those evil thoughts can't have a resting place on the inside of you once the word of God gets on the inside of you. Because if those words from Satan are on the inside of you and God gave you a word from God to go on on the inside of you, God's word and Satan's word are not going to dwell in the same place. Something got to go. Something got to go. Some can't stay. Just like when light enters into a room, darkness has to go. When you find out what God says on the inside of you, then that thought that Satan put on the inside of you has got to go. And if it's not in you, then you won't do it no more. Because the reason why you was doing it is because it was in you. Does that make sense to anybody up in here? See, when we cleanse our hearts from wickedness and open our hearts wide to get God's precepts inside, the results will be that we hate sin. Because our father hates sin. It's our lineage. It's our heritage. Remember, we accepted this as a heritage. This is my land. We'll hate it too. It also translates enemy and foe. That word hate also translates enemy and foe. See, when we cleanse our hearts from wickedness and open our hearts wide to get God's precepts inside, then everything that is God's enemy will become our enemy too. Everything that is God's enemy will become our enemy too. 
when we cleanse our hearts from wickedness and open our hearts wide to get God's precepts inside, then, then, then the opportunity to do everything and, and, and every action that, that, that is invited to us to do by God's foe, then we, God's intimate children, will say to it, no. We'll be like, no. Now that thing that you used to love to do, after you get God's word upon the inside of you, you won't have no more desire for it. You'll hate it. Yes, you will. I said you'll hate it. Passionately, personally. In fact, you take it personal anytime it even suggests something to you. Because remember, this is the year of increased intimacy with God, where it's personal between you and him. Where it'll become personal to you. Even the thought to do something other than what God said do. You'll hate it personally. You know, the worst advocates, uh, the worst advocates against smoking are ex-smokers. The worst advocates against smoking are ex-smokers. Because people who used to smoke, they can't even stand the smell of it no more. Like, I don't even want to be near that funk no more. They can smell it a mile off. And when they smell it, they go off. Oh, what is that? Somebody up in here been smoking. Who is that? (laughs) Why? Because they hate it. Personally. And when you get God's word up on the inside of you, the sin that you used to do, you'll hate personally. So instead of entertaining it, (laughs) you know, (laughs) Playing with it. (laughs) Seeing how close you can get to it. That won't happen no more. No wonder the devil will flee from you. Because you hate it personally. And you've got the power of God residing on the inside of you. I'm teaching up in here. We'll hate it personally. What will we hate? Those vain thoughts. Now that word vain thoughts is a powerful word. It means divided in mind. The word vain thoughts means divided in mind. See, as intimate sons, we're not double-minded about that which our father is clearly against. As intimate sons, we are not double-minded about that which our father is clearly against. Remote sons are double-minded about it. Distant sons are are double-minded about it. Well, I know God said don't do, but you know, (laughs) you know, I like it. It's fun. I want to. I want to say it around no other saints because they, they know that's not what I ought to do. But if the truth is anywhere near told, if I was by myself. And if I ain't nobody know, I, <laughs> I just might do. I know y'all don't know nobody like that. Praise God. So. That they do their little stuff in the booth in the back in the dark. They wait till their spouse leave town. Then they, <laughs> when they're not around, they, <laughs> you know, see if I can just, you know, like hit it one more time. Y'all know nothing about what I'm talking about, do you? Praise God. So they drop a dime and see whether or not they can be able to catch that little honey at this time. And hey, hey, so, uh, you know, I was just thinking about you. What you doing thinking? If God's word is on the inside of you, what you doing thinking? If you're an intimate son like you say you are, you would hate evil. That if that little floozy would call you up, 
That little skank would dial you up. You pick up the phone and soon as she say, hey, how you doing? You be like, whore Babylon, whore Babylon. <laughs> Y'all don't want to work with me up in here. You wouldn't have nothing to do with that. The reason why you're still playing with that is because you're still double-minded. You got more than one thought on the inside of you about what you should do. You're not completely convinced that you should do what you should do and not do what you shouldn't do. See, as intimate sons, we're not double-minded about that which our father is clearly against. And since our father is clear about what he likes and doesn't like, then we're equally as clear about it too. That's when his precepts are on the inside of me and you. First Kings chapter 18. We're almost through. First Kings chapter 18. Let me show you a man of God that was clear about what his father had to say. And he had a word to say to everybody that was around him on that day. First Kings chapter 18. He was a man anointed of God. A prophet of God. Word prophet means a spokesperson, one who speaks on behalf of God. And when he was anointed with God, speaking on behalf of God, let's hear what kind of mindset that God has when he got people around him that ain't quite locked in on what God has to say about a matter. First Kings chapter 18. We're going to look at verse 21 for time's sake. Of course, Elijah. Elijah was dealing with the, with, 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 with the prophets of Baal. And, and, and the king had set up other gods as though they God. But the children of Israel were supposed to know flat out that hear, O Israel, the Lord thy God is one Lord, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and all thy might. Hmm. But they didn't do that. They had, some of them said, well, you know, well, you know. So he fronted them, just like God's going to front you. It said in 1 Kings chapter 18, verse 21, And Elijah came unto all the people and said, How long halt ye between two opinions? If If the Lord be God, follow him. But if Baal, then follow him. And the people answered him, not a word. Now you'd have thought they'd have been like, Yeah, 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 you're right. We're following God. But they answered him not a word. The reason why they didn't say nothing is because they still was double-minded. But he was fronting them and letting them know, see, you need to deal with that. Because a lot of us up in here are even double-minded about a thing or two. We need to deal with that. Why? Because God wants to do some things both for and through you. And it's time out for playing between maybe I should do the world's way or maybe I should do it God's way or maybe I should do what God said do or maybe I should do it. Why are you still halting between two opinions? That word halt right there means to hop. Why are you still hopping between two opinions? One moment you're over here hopping up at the altar and the next minute you're hopping in somebody's bed. Which one you going to do? If the Lord is God, stay at the altar. If Baal is God, stay in her bed. But either way, do something. 
Y'all don't want to work with me up in here. See, if you're going to be, if you're going to live life, be strong about it. If you're going to be wrong, be strong about your wrong. But if you choose to be right, come on, be right then. Quit halting between two opinions. Quit hopping back and forth. Stop hopping. Figuratively, it means to skip over. Why are you skipping over two opinions? See, when we're not solidly locked in on what God says about sin, then we'll skip over what we know God has to say about sin in order to go and sin. We'll skip all over that. God will be like, Scott, stop. And we'll skip around that. And then just going on past and go and do what we said do. See, but when we're solidly locked in on what God has to say about sin, then there's no way we'll skip over what we know God has to say about the sin in order to go and sin. We'll stay strong and stand strong because of what we know that God says is right. And we won't do wrong. We won't skip over it. Because you can't tell me, Holy Ghost ain't say, stop. You can't tell me Holy Ghost didn't say don't do that. Hmm? And not just one time. But before you picked up the phone, while you was talking, after you hung up, after you got up, after you put your keys in the car, after you drove way far, after you walked in that place that wasn't your spouse's place, once you looked in that face that wasn't your spouse's face. Come on up in here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All the way up in time till you got in that bed. Holy Ghost still said, stop. Don't do this. But you <laughs> skipping all past it. Why? Because you double minded. By implication, it means hesitate. But why are you hesitating between two opinions? As though you're trying to figure out which one to do. Old folk used to say, he who hesitates is, oh, y'all know about that. Praise God. He who hesitates is lost. Well, we ain't lost. We've been found. Therefore, we don't hesitate between two opinions, but we lock in and stay strong and stand strong uh, uh, on what God has to say that we ought to do. See, we ain't, we ain't, we ain't, we ain't the type that pretend that we really love God and then go do something else. We are people that's done, made a decision. God is God. It said, if God is God, then follow him and walk in love even as he is love. If God is God, follow him and live out the life that Jesus lived out too. The one that was tempted on all points yet without sin, just like you can do. Because remember, you a son of God, just like he was a son of God. You are uh, a person that's anointed with the Holy Ghost, just like he was a person that was anointed with the Holy Ghost. The only difference between the two of you is a decision to do only what God said do. Well, I carry this thing in an earthen vessel. The spirit of God, the word of God will quicken your mortal body. Because when a born again spirit and a head that's filled with the word of God between those two, they will completely dominate a body no matter what it wants to do. 
It's two to one. It's been outvoted. The problem is when you got a born again spirit that's on fire to do what God said do and a body that's in enmity to do the opposite of everything that God said do, there's a vote that needs to be made. And it has to be made by your soul. Your mind, your will, and emotion needs to be in line with God. That's why God said, I need you to cleanse your heart. Why? So that the vote can go my way. Is anybody hearing me up in here today? God's looking for us to cleanse our hearts. Stop being double-minded. Stop halting between two opinions. Stop skipping over everything that he said to me and you. And begin to start living out the word that he's given me and you. Because it is the power of God unto salvation. So you can have the manifestations of everything that he's planned for you. Jesus Christ didn't die for you to live the life that you're living right now. Jesus Christ died for you to be able to live a life that, that only he can show you how. He lived a life where he wasn't broke a day in his life, sick a day in his life. He wasn't in despair, pulling out his hair, wanting well aware. He was going to go and what he was going to do. He was a person that walked in absolute domination and everything that he did. And he then invited you to do the same thing too. But in order to do that, he says in James chapter 4, I need you to cleanse your hands. I need you to purify your hearts. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed with what the Word of God had to say. I hope that you're seeing that one of the many things that God wants us to do is to increase the intimacy that exists between Him and me and you. I hope that you're not only seeing that that's what He wants us to do, but that we actually do what it is that we need to do to increase the intimacy between God and me and you like He wants us to do. Otherwise, we'll miss out on the chance to be in an intimate relationship with the most awesome and powerful entity in the universe an opportunity of a lifetime that we definitely shouldn't blow. We should do everything we can do to learn how to and do what we learn to do to become more intimate with the God who loves and who saved me and you. That's what I'm going to do, and I hope you do the same thing too. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. If you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come visit us at Word of Faith. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. Don't forget, we also invite all the sisters to a wonderful event held at Word of Faith SA tomorrow morning just for you. We invite all the sisters in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to the Blessed Women of God Breakfast Fellowship tomorrow morning. This is all-you-can-eat breakfast at the Brothers from Word of Faith. Prepare for the Sisters of Word of Faith. That's the best breakfast in town. There's one of my sisters that you don't want to turn down. Then after we feed you naturally, we're going to feed you spiritually too. With a powerful word from God, straight from heaven, just for the sisters. That's including you. There's no charge, but a free will often will be taken. It starts at 9.30 a.m. sharp and it ends at 12 noon. Don't be late as if you want to play 
Child care is provided at no charge. Neither I, VIP Transportation Service, is available for this too. Don't miss this awesome opportunity to allow the brothers from Word of Faith to treat you like the queens you are while preparing for you and serving you a breakfast fit for the royalty that you are. So come on through and bring a couple sisters with you when you do. You'll be so glad you did, and they will too. So come on through and let the brothers of Word of Faith be a blessing to you at the Blessed Women of God Breakfast Fellowship this Saturday morning at Word of Faith SA. I guarantee you that you'll be blessed. And don't forget, saints, make sure that you're in church on Sunday. If you're not at work, every child of God needs to be in their father's house on Sunday. There's no substitute for being in church, fellowshipping with other believers, and worshiping God in the house of God. I believe every born-again believer should say what the psalmist said when he said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. So if you can be in church on Sunday, then be in church on Sunday. You'll be blessed when you do, I guarantee you. And to all of you who've been a blessing to us by sending words of encouragement by letter or email to us, sharing with us that you're being blessed by the messages and that you're praying for us, I want to say to all of you, thank you. And to all of you who've been so kind to send financial offerings in support of our ministry, we want to say to all of you from the bottom of our heart, thank you. You blessed us in ways that we never asked or expected you to do. The Bible says, God is not mocked. Whatsoever man soweth, that shall he sow reap. Well, since all of you have been so kind and have been such a tremendous blessing to us, writing words of encouragement to us, praying for us, and even sending financial support to us, we know that God's not going to be mocked concerning you. God's going to do for each and every one of you what he said in this word that he would do. That is, he's going to make sure you reap what you've sown. So we thank God in advance for all the blessings that we know are coming your way because of your being the blessing that you've been to all of us in each and every way. May God richly bless all of you for blessing us as we endeavor to do what God has called us to do. That is, be a blessing to a blessed people like you. So once again, thank you for being a blessing. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast next week for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you next week. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 